Babies, the Delta variant and COVID, what parents need to know. Getting vaccinated during pregnancy is one of the best ways to make sure your vulnerable newborn benefits from your antibodies to the coronavirus. If you have a baby at home or are expecting one in the next few months, you might be on edge for all sorts of reasons, but particularly because of COVID-19. The Delta variant of the coronavirus has turned nearly every community in the country into a bright red hot spot of viral infection. Babies can't get vaccinated against COVID-19 yet, and the youngest age included in current vaccine clinical studies is six months old. In fact, the rate of new cases of COVID-19 among babies and children younger than four years old in the United States recently surpassed the rate of new cases among adults older than 65, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention although the number of deaths among the children remains very low. People were saying, kids don't get COVID. But in fact, that's really not true. They are getting it at the same rates as we would expect, based on their portion of the population. We must be concerned, because they are disproportionately unvaccinated, we are going to see higher numbers from children, as variants like Delta take advantage of vulnerable people. Here's a guide to the latest science and some practical advice on how to protect a new baby from all variants of the coronavirus. 1. How to pass along some coronavirus antibodies during pregnancy. There are lots of reasons why midwives and infectious disease experts encourage anyone who's pregnant to get vaccinated against the coronavirus, the first reason being this, COVID-19 can make pregnant people especially sick. Then there's this bonus from a pregnant individual's vaccination. Fetuses get a share of the antibodies generated via the placenta. The paradigm of immunizing a pregnant woman so that her newborn and young infant are protected from disease is an old one. For example, pregnant people have long been encouraged to get vaccinated against whooping cough so that their bodies generate antibodies that pass to the fetus and protect the baby after birth. There's no particular recommended timing for when to get the COVID-19 vaccine during pregnancy. But because of the timing required with Moderna and Pfizer, with two shots several weeks apart, if you get vaccinated around the second trimester, you will be protected in the highest period of susceptibility, which is the third trimester. Vaccinating during pregnancy has become even more urgent as ICU beds fill up. In fact, late in the third trimester, there is an active process so that essentially your body makes it so that there is more antibody in your baby in terms of the concentration than there is in you. Two. Breastfeeding can help, too, if you've been vaccinated or already had COVID-19. Mothers who have been vaccinated or had prior infections with the coronavirus can also pass along antibodies to their babies through breast milk, which acts as a temporary shield inside the mouth and nose, and stomach. It's mostly a surface coating if you will. That coating is helpful since this is where these respiratory infections go in from the nose or the mouth of the baby. To be clear, Compared to the number of antibodies that babies get through the placenta so directly into the blood the contribution of breast milk antibodies is less. The concern is that even in a highly vaccinated community, we are seeing many pregnant women who aren't getting vaccinated. 3. Try to create a caregiver force field. Beyond supplying antibodies, which can help babies fight off infection if they get exposed to the virus, parents can avail themselves of other strategies to keep babies from getting exposed in the first place. Many of these tricks have been proven to work against other germs babies have always been vulnerable to picking up viruses and other pathogens, especially early on. The first month of a baby's life is really delicate. In that month, if they get an infection, it can turn serious a lot faster than in older babies. 
So, although the pandemic is a particularly stressful time to be guarding a newborn's health, the steps that I would tell a family to take today are not shockingly different than I would have told them 10 years ago. Bottom line, in regards to the people who are around your baby, make every effort to keep them healthy in the era of COVID-19. That means ensuring that anybody age-appropriate is vaccinated. The parents should be vaccinated. If you have grandparents or a nanny or someone who's in your home helping with child care, make sure they're vaccinated. Siblings who qualify for the shots should get vaccinated, too. Having all of the people around the baby vaccinated acts like a force field. Those people are less likely to get infected, which means they're less likely to bring the virus home. For the most part, what we have learned is that when an infant becomes ill with a respiratory illness, such as flu, COVID, or pertussis, it's because they've been in contact with someone in the house who's sick. Of course, the vaccines are not a perfect shield, so it's smart to use several methods to fight off COVID-19, including having parents, caregivers and siblings wear masks when they're out in public. Keep the home well ventilated, and frequently wash your hands. And, if your baby is at daycare. 5 Ways to Stop Summer Colds from Making the Rounds in Your Family Even moderate COVID restrictions can slow the spread of the virus if they're timely. If someone home with the baby is sick with any illness, but especially COVID-19, keep them away from the baby as much as possible. We highly recommend that people who are sick are not around babies they don't kiss the babies, they don't have very close contact face-to-face. If the parent or any direct caregiver gets sick or feels they might be coming down with something. 4. Where do not go and who do not see? Life with a newborn is often a mix of harrowing and delightful, and during a pandemic, there's definitely extra stress. Do go for walks with your baby, but don't take the baby to big gatherings. You don't want them in large groups of people, if you want to see guests, you might have them visit outside your house instead of inside. Anyone who wants to hold the baby needs to be healthy, wash their hands and in this day and age probably wear a mask. In other words, stay away from settings where your baby can catch something, especially in the baby's first few months. 5. Watch for these red flag signs of COVID-19 in your infant. So far, even though the Delta variant is much more transmissible than the original coronavirus variant, researchers are still trying to figure out if it causes illness in children and babies that are any more severe. Fortunately, the newborns and young infants I've seen, who have had COVID have done well they tend to have cold symptoms and recover. I've seen other infants with a fever lasting for many days from COVID and we sometimes see some breathing problems that may require a trip to the hospital. Especially for anyone in the first few months of life, fevers are a red flag. You should always call your pediatrician or seek emergency care if a baby has a fever greater than 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit. In addition to fever, you are worried about how the baby's feeding, how the baby's sleeping. Since infants who are sick don't tend to feed well, they can also get dehydrated. So signs of a cold, signs of a fever, fussiness that can't be resolved, poor feeding these are, COVID or no COVID, always reasons why you should seek medical care for your infant. Again, the risk is low, but it's not zero, that babies will develop severe complications from COVID-19. So, when will babies be eligible for a vaccination against this virus? The clinical trials of COVID-19 vaccines currently underway only dip down in age as young as six months. But reduced doses of the vaccine might at some point be available for younger ages.